Dude, I graduated 22 years ago. That's wild. Oh my gosh. Yeah, college is what I love talking about. Hello, everybody. You are listening to the Committed Youth Podcast, the official podcast of the High School Student Ministry of Calvary La Habra in La Habra, California. It's been a minute since we plugged our subscriptions, follows, and reviews on this podcast. So I'm going to take a minute and remind you that if you are interested in keeping up with this podcast, you can follow us on Spotify or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Also, if you are so inclined, you can go ahead and give the podcast a star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We'd, uh, We'd appreciate that. But moving on, in case you didn't know, uh, I am Kevin Melgar, and I am here to help host today's episode. And with me helping to host today is my fellow co-host and uh, also a university student, uh, Brandon Garcia. How's it going, Brandon? Yeah, what's up? (laughs) That's right. University student. I was like, who's here? I didn't think we had any students on today. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's right. You're you're a token token student for the day, Brandon. Yeah. (laughs) And also joining us is another of our usual co-hosts, Kayla Cook. What's up, Kayla? Not much. Actually, I'm on the other end of it. I'm helping grade papers for university students. So that's what I've been doing tonight. There we go. You can grade Brandon's homework. How about <laughs> <Yeah>. that? <Yeah. laughs> but speaking of grading, uh, we have somebody here who has done uh, many much grading over the years. Chad Bell, you know, we love him on the podcast. First appearance in the 2021 season of the podcast, at least where he was actually recording in 2021. Uh, So it's Chad Bell. Welcome back to the podcast, Chad. Yeah, thanks for having me. Glad to be on. Yeah, I think the last episode that uh, you were on technically was uh, a 2020 episode that we put in this season because we that was our time travel, quote unquote, episode. (laughs) Yeah, I remember. (laughs) I remember. I tend to make a fool of myself on these podcasts, so I'll try not to do that this time. No, no, we we love it, Chad. Uh, it it makes for great podcasting every time you are you're on the episode, so we love it. <laughs> I think we need to have one with with me and Jay on here, though. We got to have a Jay and Chad podcast. You know that would be good entertainment, yeah. right there. You mean a Jay versus Chad podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be the oldies but goodies episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That, that would be, I, I think Kayla was recording us at our meeting the other night, so it must be good yeah. stuff, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we literally, for those of you guys listening in, we, we have leaders meetings for, you know, all the high school leaders get together. We spend half the meeting planning and half the meeting laughing, and the half of the meeting that we spend planning, we spend half of that time <laughs> laughing too, so it's like, it's so hard to get anything done, but it's uh, it's prime. If we could just set up like a recording like set up just in our meeting, I'm sure we'd have plenty of material to work with because it's pretty great. Uh, (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But anyway, so today uh, it is all leaders on the podcast. We don't have a student on today's episodes besides obviously Brandon, uh, but we don't have a high school student. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we are answering a question that we received from one of our high school youth group students regarding college. Now this student had a lot of suggestions for college discussions, not all of which we will get to today. We're going to kind of pace them out over the course of many episodes. But what we will be focusing on today is the subject of choosing a college. So selecting a college, picking a college. Now, obviously, we know that probably not everyone out there is at the point where they have to worry about picking a college. Um, some people 
may not have gotten there yet. Some people may be way beyond that at this point. Uh, so if you are listening on either end of the spectrum, we still hope that you guys uh, tune in. Let us know what you think of this discussion. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll have a few good talks and also a few good laughs along the way. But before we tell everybody listening in exactly what college they should go to, uh, we're going to play an icebreaker game. And of course, as most of the times we do on the podcast, we're going to have Chad, our guest, play this game on the episode today. (laughs) And the game we'll be playing is Two Truths and a Lie. Each round will be based on the either current school or alma mater of one of us co-hosts on the episode today. Uh, So we're going to walk you through two truths and a lie, Chad, on something about uh, my former college, something about Brandon's former college, and something about Kayla's former college. And let's see. (laughs) Let's see how it goes. But I will give you this. You are free to ask Brandon or Kayla for help throughout any of the three rounds. And hopefully, hopefully they'll be able to to help you on the ones that are about their alma maters. But we'll see. Kayla has like five alma maters, though. She went to like five different colleges. That's true. Yeah. How do you pick just one? And Brandon hasn't graduated yet. (laughs) We have lots of representation here. I, I have graduated from a JC, just to be clear. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't count, bro. (laughs) (laughs) okay here's the question did you go to your did you go to your jc graduation brandon i did graduate from a jc (laughs) (laughs) did did you did you walk in the ceremony i did not covid happened yeah i didn't walk either don't worry dude you you didn't miss out on anything (laughs) anyway all right go ahead i'm ready all right chad so let's uh let's get started with this game round one So this one's actually going to be about the school I graduated from, California State University, Fullerton, uh, proud CSU. Go Titans. Yeah, go Titans. All right, so Cal State, Fullerton, two truths and a lie. So which of these facts, you're going to have to tell me which one is the lie. The other two are going to be true. So fact number one, CSUF, or Cal State Fullerton, uh, produced over 70 players who made it to Major League Baseball. Uh, Fact number two, uh, CSUF once held elephant races on campus. Or fact number three, CSUF alumni include Tom Hanks and Gwen Stefani. So there are your three facts, Chad. So which one do you think is a lie? So on the, I got a question for just a clarification question. On On the baseball one, like, do you mean minor leagues or made it to the major league, like the major league level? Uh, I believe, <laughs> I believe it is major league level, but I'll be honest, I, I just Google these things. I don't, <laughs> I don't look that deep into them. If I were a bit more of a baseball buff, I might be able to do okay. better. All right. Well, I, I know, I know for sure that Fullerton has a really, really good and storied baseball program. So that could be right. That number could be high, but whatever. The elephant races, that sounds a little, um, <clears throat> a little extreme, but they are called the Titans. And their mascot is an elephant. I have no idea. Brandon, what do you think? I think I have heard Kevin talking about elephant races before when we went to Matthew's graduation party. I believe that story had come up. I want to say that one is true. As far as the baseball one and that Gwen Stefani one, I'm not sure. Let's go. Uh, let's go. The baseball one is is a lie because it's less than seventy. Oh, okay. So Chad is saying that fact number one, 
TSU have produced over 70 players who made it to Major League Baseball is a lie. And Chad is incorrect. (laughs) So it was uh, a little bit over 70 players who did make it to Major League Baseball. Now, like you pointed out, I did not check whether it was full Major League or whether they were playing minor league, but (laughs) I assume they actually made it to, to the full Major League. But yeah, CSUF does have a pretty yeah. strong uh, baseball program. Now, uh, so obviously, the elephant races also were true. That is a true fact, as Brandon pointed out. One of my favorite uh, facts about Cal State Fullerton is that we somehow managed to race elephants on our campus <laughs> at one point in our history. Uh, but then, so the lie was that CSUF alumni include Tom Hanks and Gwen Stefani. Uh, that was a bit of a trick uh, just because Gwen Stefani is actually a CSUF alumni. Actually, um, honestly, I can't get her to shut up about the fact that we went to the same school. She's constantly <laughs> telling people about it. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, Gwen, come on. Um, but no, uh, but Tom Hanks did not go to Cal State Fullerton. He went to, I believe, Cal State University, Sacramento. Well, there was there was no doubt in my mind that Gwen Stefani went to Cal State Fullerton. I know. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. Very good. All right. Here we go. Round number two, Chad. Oh, let's go to Brandon's current place of study. Uh, another CSU, Cal State University, Los Angeles, Cal State LA. So Cal State LA, fact number one is the oldest California State University. Fact number two, Cal State LA is home to a NASA research center. Fact number three, Cal State LA's mascot used to be the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) I have no clue. Kayla, Brandon, anybody help? I have no idea. (laughs) Okay, thanks Kayla. You're You're a lot of help. I know, yeah. I kind of want the devil one to be true because I think that'd be funny, but the NASA thing would be super cool. I want that to be true as well. I'm taking courses online. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, I, I don't think that it's the oldest, though. The only reason I would think it would be the oldest would be because L.A., right? Like, L.A. has been around longer than longer than San Diego or San Francisco State. Yeah, I don't know, man. Devils? Who would have the mascot just straight devils? Well, they obviously well, changed Arizona it. Arizona <laughs> has it, right? Arizona are the sun devils, aren't they? Yeah, but these are the sun devils, not just straight devils, like dudes <laughs> the blue devils. <laughs> well, we were the devils and now we're the eagles. I mean, I don't know. They kind of rhyme-ish. Let's go with that. They were the, 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 what is that? The lie is that they were the devils. Okay. So that is your final answer, Chad. Locking it in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so Chad's answer is that fact number three is a lie. Cal State LA's mascot did not used to be the devil. And fact number three is not the lie. (laughs) So amazingly, uh, so the Cal State LA's mascot did used to be the devil, although it was uh, very true to Los Angeles. Uh, It was not just devil. It was... Diablo. So it, it was the uh, uh, Cal State LA's mascot was Diablo. Well, the Diablo in the City of Angels, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably why they changed it. 
Okay, so the lie was fact number one. It is not the uh, oldest Cal State uh, University. San Jose State University is actually the oldest. Thought it'd be somewhere up right. north because of the gold rush and all that stuff, but. There you go. I'm learning a lot today, Kev. I appreciate yeah. dropping knowledge on a Monday yeah. night. But Point Loma, I got this. I had, I wanted to wait for the Christian school to get it right. Christian school. Yeah. <laughs> I think you might be disappointed. <laughs> were they were they called the devils too? Uh, they had some other weird stuff in their history. <laughs> All right. So let's go to the final round. Uh, round number three. So this is Kayla's alma mater, one of Kayla's alma maters, uh, Point Loma Nazarene University. Uh, so Point Loma University, fact number one, although currently accepting both men and women, Point Loma Nazarene University was originally founded as a Bible college for women only. Fact number two, one of the most popular Google searches related to this school is... Is Point Loma Nazarene University a party school? <laughs> uh, so, fact number three, uh, Point Loma Nazarene University is the home to students from over 15 different countries. Those are your three facts, Chad. Mm. Okay, so, Kayla, do you know, was it an all-girls Bible school? I do not think so, but I do know that they moved from Pasadena... I would be surprised if it was an all-girls, if it was in, in originally that. But I do know that people huh. think it's a party school. Well, yeah, because it's in San Diego, right? Like San yeah, Diego State's so, ultimate party school, so. Yeah, I think that people think it's a party school. And it might be. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Wait, how many years were you there, Kayla? <laughs> <laughs> too many. <laughs> um, She's all seven? <laughs> <laughs> Only three? Come on. Yeah. Actually, two and a half, but anyways. Um, what was the last one again? The last one was the uh, 15 different countries. Oh, that's, I think that one's true. It is pretty international. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially when you have sports teams, because a lot of sports teams you get you get kids from other countries. Yeah. Brazilians. Let's go with, the yeah. first one is the lie, Kevin. We're going to get this one. First one is the lie. It was not an all-women, all-girls Bible college. All right, so Chad is saying that he thinks fact number one, that Point Loma Nazarene University was originally founded as a Bible college for women only, is a lie, and Chad is correct. Yes. See? There we go. About time. Mm. <laughs> You're welcome. I was going to feel like a failure if I went 0 for 3. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, him going to an all-boys school, I think he knew kind of where all the girls' schools were at, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. I would have been hitting that place up. <laughs> well, hey, it's true. Though. The population is, like, it's mostly women, though. I think it's, like, 70% girls when I was there. What am I doing at Cal State LA? Oh, wow. I know. Time to transfer. <laughs> I know. I need to tell Garrett. Garrett needs to go there. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, he'd be accepted right away, honestly, with his height. And he plays sports. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be good. Are you, do I? Are you doing trivia on my on my alma mater, Kev, or no? No, no. I should have. I should have. You probably, you probably couldn't find it when you when you Google searched it. It didn't even show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where did you graduate little, from? Little tiny school. Uh, that would be the Masters College, Mr. Garcia, <laughs> now known as the Masters University, mm, right mm -hmm. across from Six Flags. Yeah. Really. Yeah, pretty close. Mm -hmm. 
They they upgraded after I left. They <laughs> went from a college to a university. I feel like my degree is not worthy. That's that's what they were waiting for, Chad. Is you they needed you to graduate from there to give them the cred to go from a college to university. I think I took them that next yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Elevated their <Yeah>. game. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, now that we're already talking about it, really, that's the first thing I want to kick off the discussion with as we're you know talking today about colleges and about choosing them, right? Obviously, you can find a lot of different colleges that have a lot of interesting and and very different facts about them. Uh, whether or not you're looking for a party school, I guess uh, Kayla will will remain mum as to whether or not uh, her, <laughs> her former school was actually a party school. It um, was. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to get into it, kind of starting out with us kind of talking about our backgrounds with universities. Our experience with choosing colleges. Um, I know some of us have varied histories as far as, you know, we know Kayla's been to like five different schools uh, after graduating high school. Uh, so, Chad, you you had mentioned that you went to the master's college or the master's university and also that you did junior college as well prior to that. Yeah. So after I graduated high school, I went to junior college for two years and then I went to master's for two. And then I actually went to Cal State Long Beach after that and Got my teacher credentials, so I guess essentially I went to three different schools. You know, spent time at three schools, but obviously didn't graduate from Long Beach. But my story is a little different because my, you know, pretty much my college experience was based around basketball because I was continuing to play basketball into college. So um, I had to go the junior college route and do that for two years, and then I thought I was done. With basketball, I was going to go to Cal State Long Beach and finish my degree up, and then master's called and was interested, and so I ended up going there because it was free. And so when it's free, you don't really ask questions. You just say, where do I sign on the dotted line, and I'll be there tomorrow kind of thing. So didn't know too much about it, but it ended up being a really cool place for me to spend two years and um, really get to meet a a different – a whole different – I want to say – culture, but like a, just a whole different way of life. You know, I, you, when you go from a junior college of like 20,000 students and everyone commutes, no one lives on campus and everyone just kind of walks around campus with their head down doing their own thing. And then you go to a school of like less than a thousand where everyone lives on campus and, and they're from all around the country. It was just complete culture shock for me. Um, and yeah, we can get into that later. Just the difference, you know, in a private, small private Christian college compared to a large, obviously public uh, junior college was night and day. So it was very eye opening for me, but, but really looking back a cool, a cool time in my life and um, a chance really for the Lord to kind of show me some things that I had yet to really think about in my own life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And then also, I mean, now you, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, you being on the other side of that now, even, um, you know, you have two kids who are, one of them is already in college, right? Garrett, we've had him on the podcast before. And ironically, yes. your other, <laughs> your next oldest child, Malia, was also recently on our podcast. And um, yeah. and so, you know, you being in the position of now being a parent and helping kind of guide your kids yeah. through making that decision as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, first off, it going through, you know, with them, the, the decisions and, and looking at the money aspect of it. Cause you know, a lot of times when it comes to college, that's like the number one thing. And the number one thing that like prohibits kids from going to a school that maybe they would, 
you know, choose to go to is, is the money. Cause the difference between, I mean, even, uh, a public education now is way more expensive than, than when I was going to school. I mean, I remember Cal State Long Beach was like, I don't know, maybe 5,000 a semester. If that, like it was very, very affordable. And now that's not the case. Um, and so like first and foremost, like it just makes me so grateful for the opportunity that I had to, to literally go to a school for two years that, that at the time I think costed $30,000 a year. And I didn't, I didn't pay a penny. Actually I did. I paid a, quite a bit of money because those were the parking tickets I got because I never <laughs> parked where I was supposed to. Um, yeah. They had to get me somehow. Right. They're like, Oh, you're getting a free education. All right, buddy. We're going to write you a parking ticket anytime we can. They'll find a way. So I would try to like hide my car. I'd hide my car behind the gym and like cover it with branches so that it was like camouflaged and they still found it. I don't know how. Um, but it, it, it really, um, I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to, to get my degree and, and leave college with no debt. Like that's very uncommon now. Um, and that's kind of what I'm going through with, you know, with Malia and choosing her school and even Garrett, even though he'll only have two years. Yeah. So for Garrett, it's a little different, right? Because he's only got two years left, but if he, you know, the reality is if he doesn't, you know, get to play basketball and get, get his school paid for some of it paid for anyway, then he's going to have some debt as well. But, you know, my encouragement to them and, you know, I told Malia the other day, a matter of fact, we sat down and had a conversation. She's kind of freaking out over the money part of it. And I said, listen, you know, the reality is she wants to, she wants to do nursing, right? She wants to go to nursing school and go to get her undergrad, obviously go to nursing school. It's all part of the same program. And I said, you're going to graduate with debt. Like it is what it is. And I said, you come home after you graduate, you get a job and, you know, there's certain degrees like nursing where once you graduate, you can get a job pretty quickly once you pass your boards. And, uh, I said, you come home, you live at home for a couple of years, you pay off the debt if that's, you know, God's plan. And then like that option is there. Right. So it's just hard because that's a daunting number. When you look like you're going to graduate with $80,000 of debt, let's just throw a number out there. Like that's a huge number for an 18 year old to, to think about. And so, um, you know, it's just something that we talk about and just talk about options and, and see what they want to do. You know, it's a, ultimately I leave it up to them and what they want to do, but, um, you know, it's just reassuring them that, you know, obviously money's a factor, but it's not the, it's not, it's not the end all be all. It's not, it's not going to decide either way. Like if you really want something, then, then we'll make it work, you know, however, however we can. So, so yeah, yeah, definitely money being a huge motivator, but I mean, even, um, Brandon and Kayla, I'm sure you guys as well have, have seen that even in your own experience and in the experience of other people that you know probably as well, just how much of that plays into a factor. But go ahead and even give some of uh, your guys' background as well. We already talked about a little bit about your schools. Uh, we know Kayla just spent three years partying. Uh, but <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I spent three years not sleeping at all, but that didn't involve partying. It was a lot of studying. Yeah. <laughs> she said she was there for two and a half years. Half well, the half, half was parting. Yeah. The other half was in Ireland, so I was spending all my money. Yeah, that, but it wasn't partying; it was traveling. So I guess that's its own form of, it's its own vice. <laughs> Can be. Um, for me, yeah, I remember that I wanted to go to Point Loma, and my dad was like, "Oh, sorry, we can't afford it. Pick something else." He was like, "Pick something like Biola." I'm like, "It's the same. Why would I pay for that and not have the beach view? I don't understand." <laughs> 
So um, <laughs> I, I showed him some pictures of the campus and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you need to go there. That's amazing. So he was very supportive after he saw the surf um, from my you know dorm window. But um, yeah, for money, I definitely remember like Googling how much is a kidney worth on the black market? Like definitely Google that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I wasn't doing it ironically. I was fully sincere because I was panicking. Like, there's no way you can afford that kind of education. It's 45000 a year for, you know, two plus years. But, um, yeah, I, I remember praying about it and I had peace about it. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go and the Lord will work it out, even if I'm paying off debt for the rest of my life. And so that was kind of the route that I went. Um, I looked into scholarships. I got I got a couple scholarships, like academic ones, and then... I was on the debate team and that, that paid for like a good chunk of, um, the time I was there as well. So I would say that that covered like almost half of my education and the other half was like student loans. Um, and my parents helped pay for some too, which I appreciate. And not everyone's parents are in the position where they could do that. But after two years, they paid some, they paid some of the money for it. And then when I was like, Oh, I'm going to go for another year. They were like, well, you're on your own, go get a loan. I was like, all right. So yeah, came out with a lot of student loans, but it's like not the end of the world. I think that I get kind of fatalistic and I was like, I'm going to have to like sell, literally sell a kidney. And yeah, I kind of got a little crazy with looking into the black market, but yeah. So it's not as fatalistic as you may think. How much? How much can you get for a kidney? About 60000 <laughs> It wasn't worth it to me. 60? Yeah, but I don't know where to sell it. I don't know where the black market is. <laughs> a, where is it? it? I think it's like a it's like a farmer's market. It rotates. You just yeah. gotta you gotta know where it is at like, any given is week. This place? Yeah. Where is this like market? Some days, in of. some days it's in Fullerton, some days it's in La Habra. You just gotta yeah. Yeah. And then I was worried, yeah, about the logistics of that. I'm like, ah. Oh. What other what other organs can I get rid of and make some cash? Uh, spleen, gallbladder, <laughs> you know, lung, a lung. <laughs> I don't know. I just I wouldn't recommend going that route. That's a little uh, a little dramatic, but yeah, I'm still paying off those <laughs> loans, and uh, you know, it's not the end of the world. All right, Brandon. So what uh what vital organs did you have to sell in order to pay for your tuition? Nothing. I went to a JC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There you go. I did too, actually. That was free. I was homeschooled. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, there's all these different decisions. I know high schoolers are figuring out where they're going to go, where they're not going to go. Uh, mine kind of ties in a bit to my testimony. I don't know if you guys have heard my testimony out there in this podcast world. Uh, maybe we can do a testimony episode. Um, but just growing up, I just didn't really feel supported by my family. Uh, even after high school. I didn't have a car. I didn't know how to use the bus system. I'm not going to lie. Um, and so whenever I would ask my parents, well, I lived with my mom or my older brother who had cars, if they would be able to give me rides to college, they were saying no, like find your own way. And so for the first couple of weeks, actually, I was walking to school. I know you hear back in my day, I had to climb a mountain in the snow. <laughs> um, but I literally walked from the most southern part of Pico, which is pretty much Downey, um, all the way up to Rio Hondo. So I would need to leave my house at like 6.30 a.m. to be at class by 8.15. Um, 
so it, it was tough. And then with that, um, parents were divorced. And so I wanted financial aid, but my mom didn't trust the system. So she didn't want to give me her information for me to put into the FAFSA application. My dad wasn't working and I would really didn't have a good relationship with him. So I ended up getting two part-time jobs. So I was trying to get two part-time jobs, trying to pay through college. Um, so it was pretty tough. And so I chose that route because it was cheaper than any university. And I felt like that was something I was able to do. So I had accepted Christ junior year of high school. And so I was still fairly a new believer uh, starting to attend college. And I felt God open, opening doors for me, just even job-wise. And so I was given this one job, which is my current job now, where you need a bachelor's degree for the position I'm in. And I didn't have one. And so it came to a point about two years into going to a JC when I felt, why am I going to continue going to school if I'm just going to get a degree to get the position that I have now? <laughs> and so that's kind of why I went that route. And I kind of dropped out of uh, college. I only had a few more classes left to go. But I was like, what's the point? You know? So I stopped going to JC with this full-time job. And then just recently, the beginning of 2020, I wanted to just go back and at least get my associate's degree. And so I did. And then the pandemic hit and I learned or I figured out that I really liked online courses. And so I was like, Hey, why not just go back and go for my bachelor's degree? Right. And now that I'm older, I'm old enough to not need to be dependent on my parents. I filled out the FAFSA application as a single, single individual with the income that I have, uh, just choosing the options of I'm living off campus kind of a thing. And so now I'm at Cal State LA, but I'm able to be at Cal State LA um, with grants that I got from FAFSA. So students out there, I know money can be an issue and it's scary, but do your best, uh, pray about it for sure, and look at different scholarships that you can get. Uh, I really wanted to go to Cal State Fullerton, uh, but they were offering me loans instead. So I could have gone, but then I'd have to pay it back, where Cal State LA offered me grants. So they're going to pay me to go to their school. So that's why I decided to go to Cal State LA instead of Fullerton. Um, not because it's where I wanted to go, but it was because it was more reasonable financially. I have a younger brother now who's in college, and he could have gone away with the whole, I believe two, the first two years are free, um, but he chose to go to Channel Islands. And so my mom's like, if that's your decision, you figure it out. She's like, if you need my information for taxes and all that for your FAFSA, here you go. But if you need to pay more, you figure that out because you could go for free down the street and you're choosing to go there. So that's on you. And so that's kind of my family dynamic right now and my situation. Yeah, that's crazy. But obviously, it's great that that you followed through with it. And now you're finishing up. Uh, I know you said you don't even have that much, that long left um, to finish, right? Yeah, if I continue having um, full classes, so full time student, I could be done next fall. I wouldn't even have to go into the spring of next year. Um, so I would have the end of this semester, next spring, next fall, and then I could be done. I could walk <laughs> with Sophia. Sophia <laughs> will be graduating around that time as well. So that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So shout out to, to Sophie. But yeah, so I mean, definitely, you know, it, it's we've got a wide range of experience. You know, I had a fairly standard graduate from high school Cal State Fullerton was definitely a school I knew about. Um, you know, my older sister had gone there, uh, knew it was a pretty good school uh, in the area, definitely wanted to stay local. So I just kind of jumped on that train. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, you know, I, I my parents were in a position to be able to 
help me with tuition. So I went there for four years and got my degree, did grad school. That was on my own, um, but I was poor, so I got money <laughs> <laughs> from uh, from the government because I had like I put zero dollars of income because I hadn't <laughs> I, I wasn't I didn't have a job at the time. So uh, so yeah, so it definitely money being a big thing. I know it's a huge motivator for where you go to school, but like Chad was saying, um, you know it it depends on you know where you want to be, how it's going to help you move forward. Um, you know, different situations could merit different decisions. Um, but with that being said, I think, you know, as we as we look at making these types of decisions, you know, besides money, when we've talked about it, you know, there are a lot of practical aspects that go into it. You know, how do you think that all plays into even just looking at where you want to be, where you want to go? Do you think that all of these things can be a way that God even guides. <laughs> yeah, what's what's your guys' feel on the the balance between okay, where where God is calling you and just what your circumstances are? Like <laughs> where does where does that fall in, in terms of um, you know, for us as Christians looking at colleges and, and looking at what the doors might be for for a student coming out of high school? I think for for sure. God's got his hand on all of this. Um and like I was saying, the situation I was in, the my testimony, things I've been through, um, and the time it's not something you want to go through, but in hindsight, I'm glad I went through it because I know I can help. I'm a youth leader, right? So I know there's certain youth that may be in the same situation that I've been through. And then even with the college situation, going to the JC, um, it was affordable. I was able to work two jobs to pay for it. Uh, I'm not in debt. I have no loans I got to pay off. Um, but even in that, it was local. And like I said, I was a new believer and I had uh, mutual friends there who were attending my church as well. So I was able to surround myself with those who were going to hold me accountable and that I wasn't going to get into any trouble, right? Because growing up, I wasn't, <laughs> I was a pretty bad kid growing up. Um, again, just finding attention in different places because I wasn't getting it at home and doing certain things that I probably shouldn't have been doing. But becoming a Christian when I did and having the same friends attend the same college as me was pretty cool. I think had I have been given the opportunity to go anywhere else where I didn't know anybody else, I don't think my faith would have been strong enough for me to sustain and continue growing in the Lord. I think I probably would have just went on the wayward side and partied it up and did who knows what. Um, but definitely believe God had me go through what I went through to be where I'm at now. Yeah, and it's it's cool. I mean, how we see all the things that happen in our lives, the practical kind of considerations, and we do see God's hand in the midst of it all. Like you said, right, you know, you wouldn't be where you are today if it hadn't been for those experiences and kind of those limitations around your life. And, you know, in the plans that we make and in the doors that we see open or shut in front of us as we transition in these periods of life, like going from high school to college, I think it's important to remember that God is in the midst of all of that. Proverbs 69 says, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Um, just that idea of, you know, we make our plans, but if we're you know, seeking the Lord, he's going to be the one that's going to be directing us. Similarly, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, right? Pretty well-known scripture says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. So definitely uh, we can have comfort as Christians in the Lord knowing that when we are seeking his will, when we are in his word, when we are praying 
about the things that we're doing, uh, even in the midst of maybe some not so favorable circumstances uh, like yours, Brandon, or even in the midst of doors that open for us that we weren't expecting. God can be in the midst of all those things, and we just need to be seeking Him, and He will direct. And if we're truly desiring to to know His will, He's not going to let us fall by the wayside. So definitely some encouragement there. I know there's a lot more to talk about here. (laughs) I know Chad and Kayla probably have some things to weigh in on uh, in regards to practical considerations and how God guides through that. Uh, In addition, I know we definitely want to touch a little bit on, um, you know, secular versus Christian colleges or uh, also local versus um, out-of-state universities, different things like that. A lot of considerations that still need to be talked about. So we're going to continue this discussion and keep recording, but we'll go ahead and end this episode here for the sake of time. And we're going to let all of you guys who are listening in know that if you would like to contact us, you can contact us on Instagram. You can DM us there. You can find us at Committed Youth is what you can search and you will find our Instagram page. Of course, you can also send us an email. Our email address is committedyth at gmail.com. Again, that is committedyth at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you guys, whether it be any comments, questions on today's episode, or whether it be any suggestions or ideas for different things that we could talk about in the future. I mean, today's episode was all brought about by questions that we got from a listener and a student. So if you guys want to hear us talk about something here on the podcast, we'd love, love, love to get your feedback and we'd love to make an episode about it. So just go ahead and tell us what you think. Uh, Tell us what your thoughts are. With that being said, until next time when we pick up this discussion back here, we are going to say from all of us here on the podcast today and from all of us at Committed Youth, God bless and goodbye.